You're listening to today's inspirational message on pursuing God with Gene Apple. Here's Gene. Well, happy Thursday. And if you're an Eastsider joining us as a church on a 24-hour fast right now, I want to cheer you on and just say, way to go. I'm praying that God speaks to you in unique and powerful ways as you trust Him through the hunger pains that you're going to be experiencing today. And uh, heads up, this weekend at Eastside, we're continuing in our Building a Resilient Faith series, uh, learning practical tools to live a life of faith over the long haul and withstand the storms of life that come your way. And you you can find all the service times, all the locations at eastside.com. So this week, we've been on to packing tools from Ephesians 4 to renovate our relationships. We've, We've used the term open concept. Uh, open communication we're talking about. And today I want to talk about abolishing destructive language because there's some language that just needs to be out of bounds in our relationship because words have the power of life and death. Ephesians 4.31 says, get rid of all bitterness, rage, anger, brawling, slander, along with every form of malice. Think about the last fight you had with whoever it was, with somebody you love. Maybe it was a couple weeks ago. Maybe it was several days ago. Maybe maybe it was today on your way out the door. But think about your last relationship argument. How loud did you speak? What buttons did you push? What verbal missiles did you fire? Maybe you say, oh, I would never talk like that to someone, Gene, that I care about. <laughs> no, instead, maybe you disguise your destructive language with psychobabble. You've listened to enough Dr. Phil, Dr. Laura, or read enough books that you psychoanalyze your family member or a friend. You say things like, oh, you're such an enabler. Or you're just classic textbook codependent, so passive aggressive. Hey, can I tell you something about those verbal missiles? They don't work. I've talked with hundreds of couples and families and friends over the years. Never one time has one of them said to me, Gene, that verbal missile I sent just did it. When I zinged that one-liner, when I called her that name, when I told him what he could do with it, the problem just went away. I mean, seriously, has that ever worked for you? Rather than verbally vent our frustration with bitterness, anger, rage, brawling, slander, the Bible advises just do the opposite. Proverbs 29, 11 says, a fool gives full vent to his anger, but a wise person quietly holds it back. Now, this is counterintuitive for us because typically people say, I feel so much better when I vent. And psychologists have not been particularly helpful in this area because a number of years ago, they popularized a theory that said, when you get angry, you just got to get it off your chest. You got to blow off some steam. You got to throw something, hit something, scream at something, because if you don't, eventually it's all going to bottle up inside of you and you're just going to explode like a volcano one day. Now, when you think about it, we don't do that with any other emotion, do we? Therapists don't say that kind of thing about any other emotion. What the research is saying pretty conclusively these days is that verbal ventilation, it's actually fun. And it makes people feel so good and so powerful who are giving it out that it reinforces their behavior. And so you're much more likely to do it again the next time. Another discovery that the research has made, and this is going to surprise some of you, But people do not enjoy getting ventilated on. In other words, the ventilator has a lot more fun than the ventilatee. This usually does not help the ventilatee in any way. 
Ephesians 4, 26 says, In your anger, do not sin, do not let the sun go down while you're still angry, and do not give the devil a foothold. Now, I wish I didn't need to say what I'm about to say, but I feel like I need to say a brief but important word to those of you who maybe are in a relationship that has moved beyond verbal rage, anger, and brawling, and it's become physical. And if you're living with a physically violent person, I want to urge you in the strongest terms I can to escape the situation. You don't need to learn to deal with this physically abusive person. You need to run and leave indefinitely until they get help or until the situation changes. And if it doesn't change, you may need to remove yourself permanently from the situations. Friends, God did not create you to be a punching bag in your relationships. Jesus spilled his blood on a cross to communicate how much you matter to him. You are create a creation of the God who made you in his image. You are a treasured daughter. You are a treasured son of the Most High God. God, I thank you for these wise words from your word that, that talk to us about the wisdom of withholding our anger. God, forgive us when we just explode. Forgive us when we, when we ventilate on people that we love, when it doesn't help and it's not healthy, and help us learn to communicate in more healthy ways. And God, for anybody in a physically dangerous situation today, I pray that they'd tell someone. I pray that they would escape. I pray that they would get out until something changes. And I pray that they'd feel your healing power today in Jesus' name. Amen. Catch you tomorrow. You're listening to today's inspirational message on pursuing God with Gene Apple. 